The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. In the books called The Poor Man God by Maria Vitorta, who saw Christ's life, she tells of Jesus' ministry with the apostles, different stories and people they encountered. One of them was Doris, a very wealthy man, a very corrupt man who had slaves and servants. He was severe with them. And Jesus had befriended many of these servants. And he blessed the land so that they would have an easier time with Doris. And Doris was so proud of it. He saw the power of Christ, but it didn't change. The next year, everything dried up. And his land was parched because Jesus cursed it. So Jesus is teaching in a house packed full of people and Doris is outside listening. And so Jesus starts saying things directly toward him. Doris comes in the house and says, are you speaking to me? Jesus responded to him, yes. Doris challenges him 
that he would take care of Jesus. His wickedness was so potent and so corrupt that he dropped dead right there on the spot. The God of Sinai struck him. And Jesus says this, an incredible thing in light of these servants have been beat, mutilated, deprived, horrible life. And he told the servants, don't delight in this because this guy went straight to the fires of hell. And Jesus says, be kind to his body. Here it is, he's saying, give him a proper barrel. Why? Because the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The three previous broadcasts gave you a dirty secret. It's amazing how broad this is, the subject, and yet it's kept as a secret. And it is dirty. But what I want to reveal to you now is a dirty, dirty secret. Something more than distasteful, but repugnant. The three women you're going to hear now are daughters of an elderly couple who wanted to do something, the parents, that would be noble. At least they thought that. In this clip, you'll hear these three middle-aged daughters explaining what they never expected. The Morris daughters don't know how their parents' bodies were used and aren't at peace with that general research release. No, I don't think I'd feel very comfortable about that. No. I think it's deceptive. There is a lot of deception taking place. And where there is deception, you can know Satan's there. He's riddled through this whole system. It is more than corrupt. And it's amazing how it's suppressed and no one knows these things. But when there's a lot of money to follow, money can do a lot to suppress truth. And that's why he says, I want you to expose these things. Why does she want you to expose things? Because we've got to correct the world's direction. If we don't know it, we don't know what to correct. On October 2nd, 2003, he says, Do not allow the false brightness that is surrounding you and being offered to you to deceive you. Do not allow Satan to reign over you with the false peace and happiness. You just heard the newsman say these women are not at peace. What they use the bodies for. So this next clip will explain this dirty, very dirty secret. Watch this video carefully, comparing the impact test on the left with the video on the right. See the difference? They may look nearly identical, but the video on the left is a crash test dummy. The video on the right, this is a human cadaver. This is kind of a standard uh, frontal impact test. Professor David Porta has participated in privately funded full cadaver tests. This is an example from an animal bone. He specializes in partial cadaver studies using the same machine shown here testing an animal bone for tests with human body parts. This person's ultimate gift of, of loaning their cadaver to us for the study is helping us fine-tune how this airbag works. But that person probably had no idea where his donated body would end up. And of course, it's for research. Who defines the research? We think consent is going to go for scientific, something very noble, something dignified. This is not noble. In fact, it's beyond, and it's the opposite of noble. Our Lady gave a message April 2nd, 2010, and said, Prayer ennobles your body and perfects your soul. What does ennoble mean? It means dignified. 
honor, exalt, elevate, raise, or enhance. What's the opposite of ennoble? Demean, which also means causes a severe loss of dignity and of respect for, degrading, humiliating, shameful, all of which is sinful. If Doris was so evil, so wicked, and everybody was awestruck in the room, all Jesus' foes and his supporters, that Doris drops dead, and everybody, the wicked and the good, knew who this man was and how bad he was. And Jesus says, you be good to his body. That's why this is a sin. And how many people aware that they're doing crash tests with cadavers? And how many of those people who were the donor of the body imagine that's what they would be used for? Standard releases reference use in medical education or research, but not impact tests. No, the, the releases that are used at the schools that I've worked with are usually uh, very generic. NBC Action News obtained more than a dozen cadaver videos and searched government databases with hundreds of pictures and thousands of pages of reports. They detail more than 4,000 tests funded by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration using full cadavers or cadaver parts since 1981. This is Daddy's memorial service. So. When Bob Morris of Kansas City, Kansas, and years later his wife Helen both decided to donate their bodies to science, their kids supported the decision. They wanted to make the world a better place for everyone, to help. Like other families, they don't know whether their parents were used for anatomy class or medical research. They never knew research could mean impact tests. I can't picture my folks behind that type of testing. Meet cadaver FRM-124. He died of a breathing problem at 40 years old. Technicians unthawed his body and covered his face with a white hood and placed mittens on his hands shortly before the impact. Afterwards, x-rays were taken. Autopsies searched for crash-related injuries. Each injury was linked to the speed and gravity of the impact and the depth of penetration. So the injuries he's talking about is your head going through the windshield, the cadaver. Do you want your loved one to be mutilated like this, cut in half? These are severe crashes even in the solid concrete walls. Oh, but there's so much good comes from this. The ends never, ever justifies the means. Our Lady said, September 25th, 1990, Satan is strong and wants to destroy. Scan the earth. Go from one end to the other, north to the south. East to the west. What does Satan hate the most? What does he want to desecrate the most? The temples of the Holy Spirit. If the scriptures say to us, Woe to those who lead their little one astray, referencing a child, better a millstone be tied to the neck and thrown to the bottom of the river. But see, we're deceived, and that's what that message says. Satan is strong and wants to destroy and deceive you in many ways. Therefore, my dear children, pray every day that your lives would be a goodness for yourselves. I'm protecting you, even though Satan wishes to destroy. 
All this is in front of us, and yet we don't see it. This year, NHTSA funded cadaver testing at Duke Medical College of Wisconsin, University of Michigan, University of Washington, and University of Virginia. But there are no national standards. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration doesn't require schools to get special cadaver donor consent. The agency declined an on-camera interview. But we're so transparent. Everything's got to be open. Everybody's got to be able to see. But they won't give an on-camera interview ask yourself why it's our lady who said september 25th 1986 i am calling you so that by your prayer and your life you help to destroy everything that's evil in people and uncover the deception that satan makes use of this is why they don't give interviews because something will be uncovered our lady continues in this message you pray that the truth prevails in all hearts that's what this broadcast is about we thought we just had to pray and do the rosary go to adoration and do all these things an apostle don't just do that jesus and his 12 was pounding the dirt constantly We've said that. I've been telling this to you for years. We are to penetrate every avenue in the culture and uncover these deceptions. Cadavers beyond the classroom isn't limited to impact tests. NASA has used cadavers to test spacecraft, and the Army has used cadavers for landmine safety research. It's like any other contract. If you sign for research and people use it for research, you just heard this guy's message. It's just a contract. It's just research. And you heard the message just says to uncover everything evil in people. His pronouncement is evil. You signed the contract, and it gives them the right to do whatever they please. It's none of your business, in other words. You got what you paid for. Kansas City-based author and pediatrician John Lantos is a leading expert in medical ethics. He says one must consider the societal good, like better safety belts, windshields, and airbags. Although technically, Lantos believes the tests are medical research. Ethically, he says, the more details given to donors, the better. The more detailed and full disclosure would be better, but a vague and sketchy disclosure isn't evil. It's just slightly deceptive. I've always been taught, I've always understood, and I think I could say for yourselves also, the listeners, that you can't be slightly deceptive. Is there something you're doing that's deceptive? It's deceptive. How do you do slightly deceptive? Except this is the margins about brain dead and organ donors and all these other things that we're trying to be just a little bit off kilter so that we can get by for what they're doing, that they know people will hold it as more than repugnant, but even criminal. So they got to fudge a little bit in their minds, so their morals won't be broken or violated, and they can say, oh, we've got so much good, again and again and again. The ends does not justify the means. 
Our Lady said, November 20th, 1983, My children do not believe everything that people tell you. One must not because it weakens one's faith. You're opposed to a grandmother being slammed in a concrete wall. So we don't tell them that. So we say, what we did was research for her, help people live. One must not because it weakens one's faith. They don't want to know. They want you to be weakened in knowing the truth. Do you feel like you're deceiving them by not telling them grandma might be going into a concrete wall? Well, no, I, I personally don't feel like I'm deceiving them. I mean, I think somebody who has, has given this tremendous gift to a medical school, I think if they really stop and think about it, they know their body is going to be damaged in some way. The Morris daughters don't know how their parents' bodies were used and aren't at peace with that general research release. No, I don't think I'd feel very comfortable about that. No. I think it's deceptive. Those cadavers never literally hit a concrete wall or anything else. The force comes solely from the impact sled's design to copy real crash scenarios. And most tests are just individual body parts. So, okay, I'm sorry. I have to apologize for what I said a little while ago because Grandma didn't go into a concrete wall. It was equivalent to a concrete wall. So that makes it okay. Did y'all just hear what the guy said? They're talking right to your face, lying voices right to you. It wasn't a concrete wall, but it was just the same thing hitting a concrete wall. So that makes it okay. It's all right. Evil people. Going back to the book, Maria Torta, Poem Man Guide, Jesus is talking to Judas. And Jesus says to him, Do not lie even a little. You'll be a liar today, a thief tomorrow, a murderer the next day. And Jesus often says in these books, don't even lie for a good. And that's what these people are advocating. So much good comes from this. We can be slightly deceptive. And actually, it's a lie in itself because this is a mighty deception. What we did find at the University of Kansas, though, is now the subject of a second cadaver investigation that the University of Kansas, they have no records of where hundreds of their donated bodies went. We've uncovered a deal where a for-profit cadaver entrepreneur took bodies away from KU, paying the university about a million dollars for corpses. Let's do some surgery ourselves, not on somebody's body, but on the statement of what was just said. Hundreds of bodies have disappeared, and there's no records of them. That's an amazing feat. Did they resurrect? Did they disappear? Did they run off? Reason that out. All these bodies are gone and no record, but they find out an individual paid a million dollars, but they don't know where they went to. Let's go a little further with this. If he paid a million dollars for it, how much did he get for the bodies? Our next interview is with Dr. Paul Burns. He's widely known to be fighting the concept of what they put out as brain dead. He will speak of the statistics of how much money drives the system. Follow the money. We live in a culture of death, and the whole the transplant industry 
which was a multi-billion dollar industry, $34 billion was billed for organ transplantation in 2017. And as we've said as our regular theme, and our ladies desire for us to read Matthew 6, The Love of Money, it all comes down to that. In one report we studied, it said it wasn't popular to do crash testing with cadavers, yet they do so. And the reason was given because auto manufacturers like to stick to crash dummies in their testing since they don't want to get involved in the messy job of handling human remains. What about the concerns of the person who is a human being? Or the qualms is not about the dignity of the person and the care for them, but they don't like handling the results of the crash. There's no limit, no conscience, no bars hold on what they have to do. It's been throughout the centuries that we've always understood the sacredness of the body. I remember being in the cemetery as a child and even as a youth growing up to not step on the graves. We're not stepping on the bodies. We're not desecrating the bodies. But it was seen in our culture that just stepping on the graves was irreverent. You take that and add that to the fact that we'll spend unlimited money, even at the cost of other soldiers' lives, to go rescue the bodies of our soldiers. They will not leave the dead behind, even if it costs two more soldiers to die, or whatever number, because the remains are sacred and are to be revered. And even throughout history, the worst thing that could happen is your body to be desecrated. That's why the enemies would do that. They'd behead their enemy and put them on a post. And by placing the head on a stake, they lost dignity. They degraded their enemy, and it was a vengeance thing to do. And yet, in the name of a false good that now is very well proven, the hypocrisy of all this has taken place is shown by a case where a man was charged with murder, and he dismembered the person, but they couldn't prove how she died. But they could prove that there was mutilation after it took place. So they had dropped the murder charges. They charged him with the abuse of a corpse. He got 40 years for that, for doing what the same basically thing here with crash test. You say, oh, no, this is for research. Why does that make it right when the reverence and respect is owed to a corpse that one would be criminal and the other to do the same actions is not? Well, one's for good, one's for bad. It's never good to do some of the tests or many of the tests that's been taking place. You can't rationalize that away. So even dirtier and dirtier, a third dirty, can you imagine when you donate the body of your child, three years old, that they use that in a crash test? Is that okay with people? When you donate your body to research or your child, you want that to happen to them? You think that's okay? The unthinkable is now thinkable. Once you cross the line, there's no stopping. In 1993, it was widely disclosed that research engineers of Heidelberg University in Germany had used 200 adults and child cadavers. 
in simulated test. Are you willing to give your two-year-old to be smashed? One report said the biggest challenge is getting child cadavers to test seats like the one currently being tested at Tessa. They say parents are understandably reluctant to donate an infant's body for this research. That's an understatement. So if it's repugnant in this way, revolting, why are we doing it? October 2nd, 2009, LA says, I look at you and my heart seizes with pain. A lady doesn't lie, even for something good, not even a little lie. So when she says seizes with pain, she's suffering for us. And I believe she's asked God the Father to allow me, even though heaven is blissful, that I can suffer in heaven for these children to atone and give the right for them to be forgiven of the atrocities. Our lady goes on and says, after seasoning with pain, Where are you going, my children? Have you sunk so deeply into sin that you do not know how to stop yourselves? That's what I was just referring to. Once you cross a line, but think of it this way. If you're just at the line of something you shouldn't go beyond and take just a tiny step and get on the other side of the line, there's no more line. Several of us adults years ago took the whole school up to visit a place. We're standing there. We're looking down in a big pit, and this alarm goes off. And everybody lines up as a golf cart goes up a ramp. It was the last week of the hundreds of millions of dollars of cleaning up the 9-11 debris. We're actually on the fire station to overlook this because we had some connections and they put us up there. And the alarm was for the purpose that they found another body part or a piece of flesh. It was very solemn and very reverent. The whole workforce in the basement of the Twin Towers stood there in reverence. What does that say to you? That they would do something like this because what they were doing was sacred work. And it probably expanded the cleanup twice as long, maybe three times as long. And the firemen explained to us they would get either the smallest body part identified and do DNA tests on it. And you tell me that it's okay to do an adult and desecrate the body? And how much more profane for a child? So once you step over the line, it's just a little step. What's the big deal? A child three years old is dead. What's the big deal? And he gives advice. Have you sunk so deeply into sin that you do not know how to stop yourself? You justify yourselves with sin and live according to it. Kneel down beneath the cross and look at my son. He conquered sin and died for you, my children, that you may live. Permit me to help you not to die, but to live with my son forever. These are the words we need to focus on. 
And these series of lying voices is something that you can't just put down and go away with it. Propagate it, spread it. All the way from Alfie to George and Georgia, his son, all these situation, organ donations, all the corruption, everything is here, which should no longer be suppressed. This is not pleasant information to be spreading, but there's nothing pleasant with the works of Satan. And to understand it, you have to know it. Re-listen to these broadcasts. Duplicate them. Spread them. Tell everyone. Because this is going down, and we condemn this system. We are the apostles. Condemn it. It's going away. No matter how much money it has. And yes, they're willing to destroy your reputation. Anybody puts this stuff out. Because it's deadly and it's death to us or to them. And our lady's promised us only the glory of God remains. Do everything you can. We wish you our lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Metronomic Show with a friend of Metrigoria. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000.